Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Field, that one's called to the right. Hunter on the move, racing back. It's over his head. It's gone. It's into the bullpen. This game is tied. This game is tied. David Ortiz. David Ortiz. David Ortiz. This is Red Sox Beat on CLNS Radio. I think it would be a big statement if John Farrell started Travis Shaw on opening day, and I'd be totally cool with it, because I think it would, it, it, if that doesn't give Sandoval motivation to, to play better defense and play better, period, nothing will. I think they're going to make Jeter that first unanimous vote, and I hate that about baseball writers. If you belong in the Hall of Fame, you get voted in the Hall of Fame. Achievement or a new milestone. So don't just be like, hey, we, we signed this player, we're going to have a ceremony. No, no. Like Now, to your hosts. So this whole thing was really messed up because in a situation, and they even threatened him, and we saw that. it was They tried to, you know, blackball him and basically just say, like, hey, you can be a Marlin for life. Like, we don't have to trade you. You, you, can, you. you can be here. You're still under contract, blah, blah, blah. And he called their bluff, and that got him in New York because they could have they tried to basically force him to sign a deal or sign an okay to waive his no trade clause to go to St. Louis or, or San Francisco. He didn't want that. And he called his bluff and said, you won't do that. You need me gone more than as much as I want to be gone because you don't want to pay me. And he they they went for it, and he now is a member of the New York Yankees. So I don't I don't know what to believe here, Jess. I I don't I'm tendency to believe more the agent than I am Dombrowski, only because at this point the agent got what he wanted, and the, and the player got what he wanted. So now it's a matter of what what is this division now? Because the Yankees in the Stanton situation, I, I'm a little more furious because I believe the fact that the Red Sox didn't make a phone call again. I don't even know if they ever made a phone call by the sounds of these reports, which would be annoying. I know you didn't want them, Jess, but at least you got to kick the tires on a guy like that when your biggest issue is power. And he is clearly the best slugger on the market by far. You have to kick the tires at least, and knowing what they got, if Dombrowski said, oh, well, when, the, when he was talking to the Yankees, we weren't really in play. Okay, put yourself back in play. See if there's any chance. At least make the phone call. Because at this point, it doesn't even sound like they made that second phone call, and that's what pisses me off. Well, my thought for that, I guess, just is if if at that point, if they could have gotten back into it, like we've said, he had already said that he didn't want to play here. So did they just take him from for his word and say, if he didn't want to play here, then we're done with you? I and mean, that's all I can think. Which would also Otherwise, why piss, piss me off. Because he didn't want to play anywhere on the East Coast, and now he's in New York. Right. Like he didn't want to play, play in a cold, cold letter city. To to he wanted to play in LA or stay. You know what I mean? So like, I don't believe any of that. And you know, the reports were, and, and obviously his agent said this, but the word was that he never said he never knew Red Sox were on the table. They never were told that an offer was even in place for the Boston, and they thought 
they were told that Boston was looking for pitching more than power hitting. Now, I don't believe that statement because I think everyone under the baseball sun knows they're looking for power hitting. Um, and, and we'll get to that because they're, they're apparently meeting with J.D. Martinez as we record the show. So naturally, we'll get off the air recording-wise and something will break and then we'll have to talk about it next week. But <laughs> what I think this is is damage control. I think Dombrowski didn't make that second phone call. I don't know if he was ever thought he'd play in a cold weather city. I don't know if that was just reports and uh, whatever it may be, but he ended up in a cold weather city and a team that is one of the most hated teams in, around the league, if not at least by Boston fans, and now you didn't even make a second phone call. So that, that rubs people the wrong way. Most of Red Sox Nation, I'm sure, has rubbed the wrong way with how this went down, and now you have to watch Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton plus Gary Sanchez and Didi Gregorius, who are both power hitters in their own right, now all be in the same lineup, two through five, two through six, two through seven. This lineup is so deep, Jess. And now they're playing in a wiffle ball stadium to put it all together. It's absolutely ridiculous what we're going to have to watch next summer. And now they're in, apparently in on interested in Manny Machado, too. There's a lot going on in baseball the last 24 hours since as we record this. And the Yankees are dangerous. And now they're apparently the World Series favorites, too. And, I, and I'd buy that in a heartbeat. <laughs> Wow, how, how fast things happen. You're rebuilding two years ago, and then you did, get the They, they did it right. I hate to give them credit, but they did it right. Yeah, they did. And they didn't, you know, they they weren't terrible to get to that point. You know, they were like mid low to mid-80s for three or four years as they quote-unquote rebuilt. And then now they ALCS, and now they're favored in the World Series. But, I mean, but that's this is the thing with all this stuff. It's like, yeah, great, you're favored to win the World Series, but one – how often does that actually turn true? Something always happens. Somebody gets hurt. Something happens that you don't expect. So that's crap in my opinion. So I don't really care about that. And I mean, who who says he's going to fit in there? You know, it's there's a lot of question marks. It's a big time place to play. It's not Miami. It's not the Marlins. And if he's able to just say this stuff and then like take it back and you know, I don't want to play in a cold weather place. Okay, I'm going to go play in a cold weather place. I don't want to go to this team. I do want to go to this team. Screw this team. Hey, I like this team. Like, yeah, seriously, flip flop a lot. So, like, is he going to last in New York with that attitude? I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't just go ahead and chalk it up and say success. He's going to hit 60 home runs and then win the World Series. You know. So I say screw him. I hope that it doesn't work out. Uh, I not a fan of how this went down, and I am more annoyed at him than I am at Dombrowski, because clearly Stanton's been kind of leading this thing, so I'm interested to see how it goes down. I'm interested to see if anybody else says anything, if, if more comes out, like more inner, inner working details. I'd love to know those, but at the moment, I just say screw Stanton, move on from him. Hopefully, it doesn't do as well as he can, and go from there you know i think it just sets this team up for a a good run for the next few years and they're younger they have their core and these guys aren't old so um as much as i want to say screw stanton it's tough when he's going into pinstripes and they're you know i get your stance and i do um and and i i'm partially there too it's almost like a screw you giancarlo win win without you type mentality right that happens because man that would be fun but I, i i think the biggest thing that people have to be concerned about, too, in New York is, you know, he is injury-prone. He hasn't played every game. He, he does get injury-prone. Yep. I'm not making excuses. I, I, I've told you this. I would love to have him here in a Red Sox uniform. I wish there was more, you know, urgency there from Red Sox ownership and brass to get him here. But, you know, apparently they're in on J.D. Martinez, and, and apparently they're meeting with him tonight. And, Jess, I know we've talked about this, too, but 
you know, it's a real possibility that this is who they want. You know, Dombrowski was saying earlier tonight as well, you know, a lot of quotes flying in and out of winter meetings, that they know who they want, and that that's it. So is J.D. Martinez that guy? If, if, if the Red Sox are the first team he's meeting with, you have to think that they got him to come to the winter meetings. They're the team that wants him the most, and he's their guy, and he's been their guy in their plan this whole offseason. I hope he's their guy because, I mean, yeah, Stanton hit 59 home runs last year. I get that. He also hasn't hit even close to that any other year. He hasn't even hit 40 in his career besides the 59 last year. So that was kind of an overshot of what he's done in his career. But Jay, he hasn't he, been phenomenal his whole career either. You know, he's, he's, He hasn't. But he's had 38 and 45 homers and 23 and 22. So I'm not expecting the guy to hit 50, just as I'm not expecting Stanton to hit 60. But I, if Martinez gives you 30 or 35, that's you know, that's what Ortiz generally did. So that's replacing that. Who knows if he'll do that? Obviously, it's a totally different place. He hasn't played in Boston, et cetera, et cetera, just like Stanton. So who knows? But I don't think there's like this gigantic gap between Stanton and Martinez. They're both really good players. Stanton just had an absolutely insane year, way better than anybody could have expected based on his previous numbers. So if that's what they're doing, they didn't want Stanton for various reasons, whether it's injury or, you know, regress to the mean of what you've been the rest of your career and go, want to go with a guy like Martinez instead. The way I am, and you know this, and maybe it's a cop-out, but, like, Dombrowski's a GM for a reason. I'm not the GM. So I assume he knows what he's doing. I assume he knows what he wants. He knows his team more than anybody else does. So, like, I know it's easy to just say, let him do what he's going to do, because that's not, like, that doesn't make for good radio. But, like, that's just my opinion. My personal opinion is this is his job. He knows what he's doing, and he's going to do it. So I, I reserve judgment, kind of, you know? But see, he's done this with so many organizations in a sense of show up, burn the farm system, not win a World Series, and see you buy on the next one. And mm-hmm. that, that's what people are fearful of. I'm fearful of it. You know, we, we don't have much prospects left. They, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's, he's gotten this team to where it has been. You know, you could have a rotation of, like, Henry Owens, Erod, um, a bunch of other guys that don't even exist anymore, Wade Miley, all these guys who weren't here anymore because he traded them to get valuable pieces. Craig Kimball is here because of him. You know, all these guys that are part of this team now, you know, that he made this team better. So I don't fault him for that. I think he is a good GM. But if you're not willing to even make that second phone call, that's what bugs me. Um, however, with J.D. Martinez, he hits for average. People people forget about that. He, it's not like he's hitting like 220 and hitting 30 homers. Mm-hmm. He's a 300 hitter. And, and that's where people are forgetting. And he feels a need. And yeah, it might cog a hole because he's an outfielder. But you know what? Apparently, Jackie Bradley's on the block, and Dombrowski apparently tried to retract that, too. He said, we never said, Dem- we never said Jackie Bradley was on the block. No, never. Of course he's on the block. Everyone knows Jackie Bradley's tradable. So is Andrew Bogarts. You know, it's just the way it is. And well, Bradley's your best trade piece, too, I it, think. I think he is. For someone who wants defense and young youth, go yep. ahead. Someone, ta- someone will take him. And if you yep. maybe you do kick the tires on Jose Abreu for first base or whatever it may be. But I, I would take J.D. Martinez over Jackie Bradley Jr. for what the needs are on this team. And if you can trade Jackie and maybe get something to play now and maybe replenish the farm system a little bit at the same time, that's not a bad deal in my eyes if you're still going to get J.D. in the process. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely okay getting rid of Bradley. I mean, I really like him. Obviously, he's an incredible defender, and he goes on hot streaks at the plate, but he's also very maddening at the plate. And, you know, obviously you want to get the right thing for him, but if you can replace him with 
a guy like Martinez who's going to hit 290 to 330 to 40 home runs, 85 to 110 RBI, then give it to me every day because Jackie Bradley's never going to be that. Yep. He's never going to be a 300 hitter. He's never going to hit 40 homers. He's never going to get 120 RBI. He'll play great defense, and you know that. And, you know, yeah, maybe he'll get a little better, but, you know, guys have ceilings, and we've seen what he can do for several years. He's probably not going to get that much better, and he's not going to be like J.D. Martinez. So if you have a chance to get him and you need to get rid of Bradley and retool somewhere else, then I say go for it. You know, they've given Bradley a chance. And I've seen some articles, too, suggesting that they could afford Hosmer and J.D. Martinez. I I, I think they can. I I haven't obviously dived into the exact numbers. But, you know, in that scenario where you're potentially trading Jackie Bradley to make room for J.D. Martinez in your outfield, now your outfield is probably left to right J.D. Mookie or Benatendi or JD Benatendi Mookie, whatever way you want to put it, then now you have just one big hole in the first base. And if you put JD Martinez in the lineup, now signing Hosmer to play first base isn't as big of a deal because it's not the only move. I think the biggest fear for a lot of fans and us in the media and whatever it may be is critiquing Dombrowski would have been don't just hand $200 million to Hosmer and that's it because he can hit, but he's not the power threat. Like, I don't really feel like people. Th- look at J.D. Martinez and go, oh, crap, I don't want to pitch to him. But he's a lot more powerful and a lot more feared at the plate as a pitcher than Hosmer is. But if you put the two of them together, then it becomes something. Plus bets. Plus bets. Plus you and still have Hanley. wants to hit and home if, runs. Yeah, right. and if you have J.D., Hosmer, Mookie, and then Hanley on top of that, Hanley's now not your number one hitter, which is clearly not a good for him. But if he's your number two, three hitter in terms of options for power, whether it be hitting four, five, or six – now that's when he's productive, and we saw that last year when he was still with Ortiz. Oh, yeah. Any pressure you can get off of him, lower him in the lineup, anything, is going to be beneficial. And, I mean, Hosmer hit 25 homers each of the last two years, mm-hmm. 104 RBI and 94 RBI. I mean, that's you know that's basically what Hanley did two years ago. So if you can get Hanley back up to around-ish that and have Hosmer continue what he does and have Martinez with his 30 to 40 home runs and bets, if he does what he did two years ago, hitting, like, 35 homers and you know basically should have winning should have won mvp i mean those that's that's a real good lineup yeah and and you have to think i mean alex cora was at the meetings too obviously and he said that he he already talking about a lineup and he's talking about putting mookie back hitting leadoff which is phenomenal i love it mookie bet you're a leadoff hitter i'm sorry but i love the power but you know i I agree with cora in that sense but if you have a lineup of mookie bets dustin pedroia if Xander's still here, maybe Xander hits third, and then or maybe Hosmer, JD hitting cleanup, and Hanley, and you know it's it's just you have options plus Ben Attendee's still there who could hit third, and um, Devers is going to be in that lineup somewhere. So now you start talking about one through six, one through seven, who can hit for just average. Like the yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not Stanton and not Judge. The pow- the home run totals might not be there, and this is the biggest like positive outlook I can think of with this young Carl Stanton news. If they get their guy in J.D. Martinez, which sounds like they're probably the front runners to do so, and maybe you bring in a guy like Hosmer, even if Mitch Moreland or whatever it may be to play first base, but at least then at that point, you're one through six deep, one through seven deep with some power in the middle. The Yankees led the league in home runs last year, and look what that got them. I know they were really close to the World Series, but it's not like they were runaway favorites to win the World Series with those power numbers. Um, And I don't think just adding Giancarlo Stanalone's total home runs is going to put them winning a World Series. I think they're going to have to do some, you know, figuring out with the pitching. But at the same time, at least if the Red Sox do get JD, maybe Hosmer, whatever it may be, at least alleviate some of the problems of not getting Stanton. And you can't forget about the fact that Judge strikes out all the time, and Stan strikes out a pretty good amount, too. 
So they're both pretty big strikeout hitters, as most home run hitters are. So yep. you got to take the the bad with the the good that they bring. So exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. If you, you know, even if you get one of those guys, Hosmer or Martinez, it's going to help greatly. You know, Hosmer's a really good defender. Like he said, if you get Martinez and bring Moreland back, he's also a really good defender. So you're not losing a whole lot in terms of both sides of the field for for those. So you know, as long as you get somebody, then I'm cool with it. You know, if we get nobody, then yeah, I mean, there's still holes to fill that you're not filling, which is a concern. And with the money they have, you expect them to do something. So if you get Martinez, if you get Hosmer, if you get both of them, you know, great. I'm with, not too worried about them getting Stan. With the money they have, they better spend. They said they're not worried about spending money, so they better fork over the. If if they're saying that statement, they shouldn't be afraid to back up the Brinks truck for JD Martinez and Eric Cosmer. Like, but, but are they are they afraid though? With all the busts that we've had with Sandoval and Hanley for most of his tenure here and Price, like, are they going to be worried about giving out these big contracts because of what's happened? But see, I think they're going. They have to be hesitant, but at the same time, they can't come out and say we're not worried about going over luxury tax and then not do it. And be like, actually, we're afraid to. Exactly. We're afraid to pay these guys. And they're never gonna. See, they're never gonna come out and say, "I'm hesitant because of what's happened in the past," right. because oh, we all know that. But if they're coming out and saying that in a statement, which they did, Dombrowski said this, then they're gonna spend the money and they're gonna keep spending the money because the Red Sox will always have the money to spend, regardless of if Henry ever sells the team, whatever it may be. They're always gonna have the money to spend because they're a Boston team. Right. So. It, so. Something's going to happen. It, I, it, something has to happen. I can't imagine J.D. Martinez comes out of these winter meetings not on a team. He they've He's flown down to the winter meetings to me, meet with teams, so I can't imagine there will not be a decision. Right. Whether it be the day after the winter meetings, it, by the end of this week, by the time we're recording our next show, um, I can't imagine we won't be talking about where J.D. Martinez went, whether it be in a Red Sox uniform or not. And if he's not in a Red Sox uniform, you might get a little bit more angry me. Well, people seem to be patient. You know what? It's, you know, they're freaking out. It's mid-December. Like, wait for things to happen. Like, people are like, oh, my God, they're doing nothing. No, oh, they're going to get nobody. Like, shut up. Just wait for something to happen. If nothing happens, then whine about it. If it at the moment, all the guys are still out there minus 10. So stop whining about it. Just wait. People are so impatient. It drives me insane. One thing that did happen, and we can talk about this, too. This is, this is I, I, it's not hilarious, obviously, but I think it's just because we forgot about this guy until this came into the news the other day, Stephen Wright. And I, I can talk about Stanton forever. I can talk about J.D. Martinez forever. And we'll react to it as it comes down here on CNS Media and Red Sox Beat. But Stephen Wright was was arrested for domestic violence. Like, I didn't read a full story. I don't know if there was. I don't even know if there was a full story. Like, There was. Um, but the fact that this happens, and the Red Sox obviously aren't commenting, Major League Baseball's looking into it, but I'm sorry, but Stephen Wright does not scream to me, domestic violence guy. Like, well, so the the story said from his family said that it was all voice. It wasn't. It. There was no like invo- physical involvement. It was just like then, a really and, and, intense and that, argument, which is fair. But even then, I don't see Stephen Wright as the guy who's going to like get up yell in the face someone. and yell at something. Like he just seems. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe that's the type of guy who usually is the one who does it sometimes with the voice. But like. The fact that Stephen Wright literally got arrested, and now I don't know what this means for him. MLB is still looking into it. There hasn't been any words, but like Red Sox are going to obviously punish him at some point. But he, this guy is a factor in your lineup next year and your rotation. Like he is going to be slotted into your starting rotation unless something happens. Is he worth keeping? Sounds like you think so. I yes. don't know. Yes. Even if he's suspended for thirty games. Yes. 
I mean, if, is, he, is he going to be 100% healthy anyway? Right. So, that like, would be key. you know what I mean? Like, is he going to miss a month regardless of if he's suspended or not? So maybe the suspension just, right. like, whatever, he's suspended, but I'm not healthy anyway, so whatever. Like, you know? Right. So that's... I thought the, it was a joke, to be honest with you. When I saw the, when I saw the picture, I thought it was a joke. Oh, I didn't believe I was, it. I was like, wait, it's real? Like, I had, I had like, double take on it. I thought, I thought it was completely false. I was like, ah, Stephen Wright in a mugshot? That's hilarious. And I was like, wait, oh, it's actually real. He actually got arrested. So... Very strange, because like you said, last person I would have expected to have something like that. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens. See if he gets suspended by the league. See if the Red Sox suspend him. See if they just get rid of him completely. See if they think it's worth it. So, do you think it's worth it? Do you think that the Red Sox need because you know the pitching isn't knocking down the door? You know, David Price is a question mark. Erod is a question, but like these guys are your starters. And if Doug Fit now Doug Fister is gone, right? We talked about that last week. He's he's now with Texas, so. How valuable is this guy? I think he's pretty important to your success in 2018, unless you actually trade Jackie Bradley for more pitching. Right. Yeah, I don't think he's that important, like, for, like, top-of-the-line starter. But, yeah, for, like, backup and, like, bottom rotation, depending on if Price is healthy and if Erod's ever going to be healthy and people like that. So, yeah, I think he's good to have for insurance, you know. Well, he's your fifth starter right now. Right. I guess so, yeah. I guess well, he so who's be. your fifth starter besides him? Fister's gone. Right. Yeah, I guess it is him. So, yeah, you know, like you said, unless you go out and trade for somebody. And maybe they'll be like, well, we don't want this guy because of this, so now we're going to go trade for a pitcher so now we can get rid of him. Maybe they'll do that. Maybe. I guess it depends on how they see it and if they want him, you know, if they think it's worth keeping him after this happened. And I think the domino effect is what happens with J.D. Martinez. Because if you right. sign J.D. Martinez, now Jackie Bradley comes, becomes that much more expendable. Um, right. and, and you're able to trade him at whatever. Because you're not going to keep Jackie Bradley as a fourth outfielder. Like, he's got value. You trade him at that <laughs> point. You know, that'd be stupid. So it would be stupid, it'd yeah. Be, it'd be absolutely moronic to keep him as a fourth outfielder. So at that point, you trade Jackie Bradley, get some more pitching in here, maybe fill some prospects, and, and you go from there. Because there's no pitching in sight in the Red Sox farm system. Nothing that's talented enough to come up now. And now Henry Owens is gone. And now, well, like, good riddance, bye. Au, au revoir. Right. I'll drive you to, the, to Logan. Screw you, Henry Owens. You failed miserably right. at your job. But, like, right. th- this is the deal. It's one of those situations where now a guy who was, is supposed to be your fifth starter, you let Doug Fister walk, and now you almost feel like you should have signed him. Right. If only Stephen Wright could have got arrested before they Yeah. Stephen <laughs> Wright, why of Fister to have a verbal al- altercation? Figure it out. <laughs> if you're going to do it, just do it. Uh, no, I, I'm kidding. I do not condone any of that crap um but look this is a situation where i hate to use justice cop out answer but we really do have to wait to see because we don't know what the charges are we don't know what the red sox are going to do and we don't know what they're going to need after they sign one of these free agents because right now it's free agent mode to this second and it's going to keep being free agent mode until they're gone and like you said if you get martinez where does Bradley play? There's no point in keeping him. Not in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> not, not in Boston. Because you're really, not trading he knows Mookie, that, right? you're not trading really, he knows that Yeah, so he's probably like, oh, crap. JD's meeting with the Red Sox. Where can I go? <laughs> Wait, guys, can you at least give me a heads up of where you're trading me so I can like find a place to live? Like, Let me <laughs> figure this out, guys. Right. Um, look, at least it's in the offseason, right? It's not midseason. Like, we get right. traded at the deadline. I would hate to get traded at the trade deadline. Like, midseason, yeah, you yeah. have a place to live, you're enjoying life, and then it's like, oh, crap, I gotta live in a hotel for the next four months because I just got traded to another team in the middle of the year. Well, because, like, when you're a kid and, like, you hear about players getting traded, you don't think about how they're actually people, too. Yeah. Like, you're just like, oh, they got traded, woohoo, they are on another team. And now now they're older, like, we understand, like, oh, you get traded and then you have to, like, 
live there. Live out of a hotel. Pretty, because then, like, what plan. if you're not there next year? Then you got to find a place, an apartment to rent for, like, a short amount of time or whatever it may be. A lot of people, right. a lot of these people who are around places for a while have houses in Detroit. Have, like, when um, Verlander got traded, he lives in Detroit. Right. Like, he's, he basically is said he's going to stay there. So now he's going to find a place to live in Houston until his career is over. So it's just... It's so weird. Like, and you have no choice. Like, if they trade you, like, you don't have a it's, choice. It's, it's like being it's in the military. So You're moving for work, man. It's crazy. Um, would hate wow. to do it. Would hate to do it. Um, obviously, if being traded meant playing baseball for a living, I think I would do it. But um, <laughs> you can trade me every year. I'll be a journeyman. I'll get traded every year. I'll sign with different teams, have apartments in every city in the States. I mean, it's like I play baseball for a living. See some um, stuff. Yeah. Seriously, I'll, I'll, I'll be the biggest journeyman you've ever seen if you're going <laughs> to let me play baseball. But um, that being said, you know, in the Red Sox world, it's free agency right now um, in, at the winter meetings. And that's really what we're focusing on. And that clearly they want J.D. Martinez. So we'll have to see kind of where that goes. And before we get to Major League Baseball news, other stuff going on besides the Red Sox, of course, um, obviously who fans basketball season is back. And now for your favorite hardwood heroes have returned to the action, it's time for you to put your fantasy knowledge to the test to win huge cash prizes every night playing one-day fantasy basketball at DraftKings.com. Of course, at DraftKings. There are so many different ways to play. You can choose from public contests with huge cash prizes or, of course, private contests where you can compete against your friends. They've even got beginner and casual contests where you'll play against people of similar skill level if you're newer to the game. The best part, of course, you get to draft a new team each day, and drafting a team is arguably, of course, the best part of fantasy sports in general. The only thing better is winning cash doing it. Just ask either Dan from St. Louis or Jeremy from Austin. They both turned a $3 entry. It's less than a coffee at Dunkin' Donuts here in Boston into winning thousands of bucks. Huge cash prizes and bragging rights await only at DraftKings.com. Use code CLNS at DraftKings.com to play for free with your first deposit for your share of $10,000 in total prizes tonight. Don't wait. Use our code CLNS at DraftKings.com now to choose your lineup, and you can seriously win cash right now tonight. That's code CLNS only at DraftKings.com. The game inside of the game. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Uh, don't forget, CLNS, use the code. Now, a lot going on. Talked about Stanton. Um, a lot of other things happening. And let's talk about the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, the Miami Marlins trade young Carl Stanton. He wants nothing to do with the Cardinals. Nothing. Screw you, St. Louis. I'm not coming to, I'm not coming to play under the arch. Who would want to do that? Now, the Marlins, they're at fire sale, and they're selling everybody. And now Ozuna is apparently on the block, and the Cardinals are now favorites to land him. Just, I don't really care where he goes, but one, would you want the Red Sox to be interested in him? Obviously, they're not. It's not going to happen, but I'm just curious to your take on the player. And two, um, do you think that's where he goes to St. Louis? I mean, I was the guy who brought up Ozuna on our show like a month and a half ago, and I was like, hey, guys, look at what this guy is doing. I don't know if you remember that, but Mm -hmm. that happened. And, uh, I mean, he hit 37 homers and 124 RBI last year. That's incredible. Um, So I love to have him. Obviously, I'd rather have Martinez at the moment because he's a little more proven. But if Ozuna can stick around long enough and the Sox don't get Martinez, I hope they give him a look because he's good and he's young. But at this point, obviously, they're going to go for Martinez. So uh, if they do that, then no need. But So, yeah, I think he'll go to the Cardinals if the Sox get Martinez. But I really hope they give him a look if uh, if they don't get Martinez. 
if they don't get Martinez, remember, this guy is only 27, too, and he's just kind of coming into his own. So, you know, it would be a player the Red Sox would be good to have. I do think he goes to the Cardinals, but it just speaks to what Giancarlo Stanton was talking about. You're seeing all these guys traded away. They had a decent roster, and they they felt like, at least players, they felt like they were starting to gel, and they wanted, Stanton wanted to stay in Miami. That was his that was his wish, and Derek Jeter never sat down and didn't tell him I can talk to him. Jeter wasn't even at the winter meetings when Stanton was introduced. He was at the Patriots game against the Marlins in Miami, which the Patriots lost. But this whole situation with the way they were treating John Carl Stan, it's like obviously there wasn't the same ownership group, but like this guy had put so much into that team and that organization. If you just kept bringing players in and built around him like you should have, he wouldn't have wanted to go anywhere. He liked Miami. He did a lot in that community, and he made the Marlins as popular as they were down there now. Yeah, Derek Jeter's pretty pretty much blown so far. It's kind awful. of interesting. He's you know he was such a winner when he played, and now <laughs> he's he's, bit, he's getting unpopular pretty quickly, from what I can see. So I don't know what he's trying to do down there. I don't know why he went there in the first place, or if he's going to last. But uh, it's definitely interesting because he, he's just kind of blown everything, and now no more Stanton. So have fun rebuilding, as Stanton said. Yeah, seriously, and it, it's going to be a long road for the Marlins, and uh, I'm intrigued to see where Ozuna lands. Other news, Orioles are shopping Manny Machado. Do you believe this? Because he, he apparently wants to play shortstop, and he's playing third base right now. Now, if you can bring Manny Machado to the Red Sox uniform and plays shortstop, sorry, Xander, I love you, but I would take Machado <laughs> any day of the week. And now, if you're the Red Sox, do you poke around? Are you intrigued? Do you trade something away? Because you know he's not going to sign a long-term deal now. He wants to hit free agency. You know he does. He wants to go through the process. He wants to get paid. Do you wait it out? Do you trade prospects now and give him a year, a taste of it? Or do you wait it out and see if this, if you're interested at all? Do you just wait for next summer? Because him and Bryce Harper combined are both free agents next summer. And it seems like now the Yankees aren't in for this in the market for Harper. So maybe the Red Sox even get Harper next summer. So would you even consider bothering trading anything for Machado now or just wait? I mean – Everyone in Boston hates Machado, so <laughs> for that reason, do you want him? I don't know. He's a I great do. player. Oh, yeah. give, dude, having Machado and Dustin Majore turn double plays together in the same <laughs> oh, best <laughs> thing ever. Oh, I would love it. Oh, from the Xander lover, what's wrong with you? Oh, I love Xander. <laughs> don't get me wrong, I love Xander, and if it, if I, I'm okay with it, but like just the storylines and the fact that if you put Dustin Madre and Manny Machado in the same infield, that'd be phenomenal. I don't think it's gonna That's happen. So funny. I don't think they even I want him. I I, I think. I think they might have their eyes on Bryce Harper, though, because seeing now the rumors of the Yankees getting him have been so overblown. It was a given, and then the Stanton stuff happened, and it's like, okay, are the Yankees really going to pay both of them? I can't imagine they would. Would they pay Stanton's contract, which they took on most of it, a lot of right. money, and and a Bryce Harper contract, which he wants like half a billion dollars to play baseball next, after next year, so like... How many homers do you need on one team? Ser- seriously. <laughs> I think the Red Sox are actually going to be in on on um, Bryce Harper now. I do. I don't think he's going to go back to Washington. I think he wants a fresh start. I think the Red Sox might be legitimate players in 2019 to get him. I do too, but if you get him, who who leaves the outfield? Say you get J.D. Martinez. Then you have Martinez, Benintendi, and Betts. If you get Harper, who's not in the outfield now? We'll, we'll question that when it comes. But if you okay, but Jess, if you if you had to say Mookie Betts, Bryce Harper, and Benintendi, Bryce Harper, who'd you take? Harper. Yeah. See, so there's no question. If you can get Bryce Harper here as a free agent, you figure out the rest after you moving. But you'd have to move Benintendi. Of course you would. And that's fine because unless 
Unless you move Betts back to second base. <laughs> Which could also be a thing. I don't if think they'll do that. But then imagine yeah. an outfield of left to right. Well, actually, yeah, no, of left to right, J.D., Mookie, Bryce Harper. That's like, a hell of an outcome. That rivals the Yankees, and that puts the spark back in an arms race. And now I'm getting super excited talking about it. Now I want it to happen. <laughs> it's a long way off, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll be married by the time that happens. Um, <laughs> look, there's a lot of stuff going on with the Red Sox, and I think this is phenomenal. I think it's – oh, now I'm getting excited about Bryce Harper because it's more of a chance that it happens now because the Yankees aren't going to pay both of them. Um one other thing that I want to touch on, it just ha- literally happened. I-, I teased on it earlier in the show. And one, because it pisses me off, Twitter's, Twitter's a cesspool, and I hate it. Um, Otani of the Angels, he decided not to play on a big market team. We all know this. He slighted the Red Sox. He slighted the Yankees. He said, screw you guys. I don't, I don't care. Now apparently has a damaged double ligament per the physical he had, ACL, UCL sprain. I think it was UCL sprain, and which could lead to Tommy John, which means he could be out for all of next season, which would be unfortunate. You know, I wish the best for him. Obviously, you don't wish Will ill on anybody. Now, on Twitter, I laughed at it, which I think a lot of people around here might, but I don't think it's in spite of him not picking the Red Sox, because I don't think he needed them, by any means. It would have been nice, but, like, I'm not sitting here, I'm not like, oh, screw you, you didn't choose the Red Sox, you don't get to play for anybody, I think it's funny. No, I think it's hilarious, because the stupid Angels, for one, every time they have a sliver of hope, Jess, every single time, sign Albert Pujols. Now they suck. Or whatever it may be. Now, this guy is bringing hope again. They got the big guy. They're, they had a good year last year. They were okay. Like They weren't at the bottom where they always were. And now this happens. I think it's just hilarious. Um, obviously, I'm not wishing ill on anybody. I'd rather him be healthy and play because I thought it was intriguing to see what he could do with all the hype around him. But I just think it's comical of all teams to happen to it. The Angels win the sweepstakes because this dude doesn't want to play in a big market. And then this happens. Yeah, it's definitely ironic. And after seeing what happened to Daisuke and how he was not as good as he was advertised now to see this happen to Otani and if he does miss time or does miss the whole year say then that would be pretty wild too I mean there's definitely been some busts for sure for these uh these international players and it is kind of ironic that it's all anybody's talked about for the last however long it's been talked about for and uh then the Angels finally get him and then hey guess what guys <laughs> oh it's dumb it's it is stupid it is it is comical it's not funny, obviously, for him, but it's just like, sorry, Angels, feel bad for you. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like it's it's just a pity laugh. Like, I don't wish any, I don't wish ill on anybody. You don't wish injuries. Like, I, I hope John Carl Stanton stays healthy and plays all all hundred and something games because you know what, he's good for baseball. So is this dude, this Otani dude. He never played a game yet in Major League Baseball yet. He's good for the game because of the intrigue of what he can do, coming in, being able to play different positions, things like that. And he's just someone new. And, you know, I don't think there's been this much hype around, like, a player coming in from Japan since maybe maybe uh, Ichiro. Because Ichiro was a sensation. And and this dude is supposed to be a sensation. Now, am I happy the Red Sox stayed away from him? Or didn't get him? Yeah, because, like you are, Jess, Daisuke <laughs> happened. At this point now. Daisuke happened. And right. I, Daisuke just, that, that whole Daisuke thing fears me. He had one good year and you paid an arm and a leg just to talk to the dude. So... I'm okay with it. Now, I hope he gets better. I hope he can pitch, but I hope he can hit whatever he does better. Um, but look, overall, it's what? December, and it's get, it, Hot Stove's already going. And this is already, there's a lot of moving parts to this, and Stanton already started it, and nothing was going to happen until Stanton got traded. And so I'm happy it happened sooner rather than later. Now, keep an eye on 
all of our you know our Twitter handle at Red Sox underscore Beat, Facebook Red Sox Beat Podcast, the network handle and Facebook as well. Um, we'll keep you up to date when something happens. You know, I wouldn't be surprised next day or two if JD's news comes down. Red Sox are going to fill these holes, and I, I wouldn't be surprised. Don't be surprised if JD Martinez and Eric Hosmer are on this team because it just makes too much sense for the money the Red Sox have and the fact that Jalen Carlson is now a Yankee. It's only going to be it's only going to be a reaction time move. And at this point, Red Sox could use it. Next summer is going to be a long summer if they don't make a move. Uh, like I said, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. We'll end it there. Don't forget to check out DraftKings. Use the promo code CLNS for your, your free deposit as well. For Jess Thomas, I am Jared Scali. We'll be back next week, hopefully talking wherever J.D. Martinez ends up. Until then, adios, folks. <laughs>